0: Okay, now I hit leave meeting, right? That's the one. Yeah. it's a tough choice. Move
1: <laughs> buttons. Yeah. All
0: right.
2: Hello. Hello. You did it. Hello. Oh Hello. <laughs> By virtue of your voice, you have made the no. correct
0: choice. <laughs> Ah, hello, welcome, hello. welcome to Always Strikes Last. Where we—that is the podcast you have found yourself on. Yeah, yes, where we talk, <laughs> strike last or lately,
2: and generally restrict ourselves to discussions around a little game called Age of Sigmar.
0: Here we go. It's one of Indeed. several games. Yeah, uh, it's just <laughs> one of several games. Full stop. Yeah. A
2: little, uh, cheating. <laughs> Hotly contesting the primary spot for fantasy
0: games made by Games Workshop these days. Thank you. Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: (laughs) I was having a good time, uh, not to get too deep in the weeds of of the old world, but um, putting together dwarfs with great weapons, knowing that they will strike last. Yeah, you're you're certainly the most on-point army. Yeah. (laughs) you
2: should come over sometime. I was going to break him out of my basement. We can play with There you. we
1: go. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm sitting here with my wood elves going, man, I am finding my own brand here. What exactly. Is this?
2: I, Very I'm off trying to get thoughts. the stuff to read. Like I, I ordered the books. and like, I guess they had a snowstorm in Tennessee and you know, all the warehouse stuff got messed Snow up. So storm. I only got one of them. I get the fantasy book. I don't have the core rule book and I don't have the, the rabbiting forward. So I can't even figure
1: out half what I can do. Yet. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm still waiting on is... all of my all of my roles to come
0: it's like 90 percent eighth edition with like a bunch of like uh quality of life things pulled in from other editions that's what i can tell
2: that was my guess from what i was seeing online so it'll be fun it'll be fun my poor dark elves they had a download for how you could use them and explicitly calls out like in the like the whole list is like oh this is for fun these not to be used in match play events never to be balanced again i'm like well Real damp note to start. Like, <laughs> to the list reading. I, I didn't want to make a list anymore. I'm like, okay, I can't even use this in like a casual old world tournament. Like, disincentivize me even dipping the toe in.
1: Yeah, that's and a very way. interesting thing, right? Like, how much do they want to disincentivize people actually playing those armies by saying, you cannot use this at all? No way, Jose, ever. Like, yeah, it's I, interesting I know we that don't want to do the- that.
2: Yeah potential rabbit hole here i realize we should go yeah. in the rabbit hole we can sort of skirt the rabbit hole rim gently there we go gently. speaking of
0: jack speaking yeah. of tournaments you do might want to play like you do want to play in right Yeah. Uh, there was one <laughs> yeah. this weekend in las vegas
2: you know oh yeah i saw what you did there hmm. like that's a pretty good segue thank Think you
0: you a talent for this <laughs> right you was about to fall into like... the
2: <laughs>
0: the old
1: hole yeah
0: we've, yeah. All yeah. Old hole. Uh, we've only been the doing this podcast hole. for like 3 years Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think I could figure out the, <laughs> like a segue once in a while. You know, <laughs> just a couple
1: of carrots here and there. Miles has yeah. like a, just a little basket of carrots off to the side. We just <laughs> we're just, we're just run after them. Uh, you you threw the
2: perfect pass of segues. We saw what you make the big bucks on this podcast for that. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but to avoid another digression, yes, a little tournament in Las
0: Vegas, attended by yeah. uh, a few stalwarts. I- I- i think it was and i could be wrong here the biggest age of sigmar tournament to ever have existed i believe so, yeah wasn't i think it? it might be true there's mm-hmm. nearly 350 players i mean that's that's wild yeah, uh, yeah. That's exciting next year is going to be crazy it keeps
2: growing growing in that vein i, I do plan yeah. on attending that one so looking forward to see what it's all
0: about <laughs> mm-hmm. absolutely um uh our friend mick uh went this year and did very well for himself although we're probably not going to be covering him in this particular podcast uh but uh, it was just fun he just just had a chance to catch up with him uh, as he returned to ireland uh the other day so getting the inside scoop and we'll hopefully share share some of that inside scoop with you guys here (laughs) excited to hear all about it um in the meantime yes, yeah so for one of the things that happens with, with tournaments when they get into this sort of size is, you know, a, a typical five round tournament. Uh, I can't remember exactly the number of players you can have, but it's, it's some multiple of two. It's either 64 or 128 um, where you can have that number of people and you will have a perfect winner. You know, you'll have one, um, one five and zero. Oh, you know, at the end of it. Um, or, or two five and O's with a you know, some reasonable number of five and O's, and you can tie break and you can find a winner and it feels okay. Um, when you get to 350, instead of making everybody fight eight rounds of tournament in order to get one eight and zero player, uh, what they end up doing, and they've been doing this for LV over a couple of years, is they'll take the top eight players and then they'll have them fight a single elimination bracket, like March Madness style, uh, on the Sunday. Um so it's always a bet against yourself when you're buying your tickets for LVO to buy the ticket to the doubles tournament, which is also on a Sunday, because you're expecting to not get into the top eight. <laughs> it's true. I mean, you put yourself into
2: a situation where you just can't please everyone. And often, actually, with that configuration, it's even worse because you have a team there and like your success will automatically screw up your team
0: because they cannot yes, play together. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I I do think they are pretty pretty accommodating, you know. In the case that that happens, you know, uh, but it does always feel like a bet against yourself when I'm doing it. It's it's true.
2: Well, there's also the the tickets back, right? I mean, like if you're trying to have a tidy little weekend of it, you think, like, oh, I'll have my tournament, I'll fly back Sunday night, I'll have all of Sunday to relax and enjoy the convention. That is not always true. And uh, if you're going to play in the the top eight or oh. be kind of invested that way, whether it's doubles tournament, so you have to make sure you you plan accordingly. Buy a Monday ticket or a
1: real late Sunday night flight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On I mean, the uh, alternative side, don't overinvest unless you've spent, you know, the time actually, you know, being a competitive player, uh, <laughs> thinking that you're going to make it. <laughs> yeah, Just, no, yeah, you know, you know, real, real is. Realistic uh goals are always positive goals, you know. That's true. <laughs> don't, don't plan your day around
2: how you're going to like make sure you're you know hydrated for the, the second round of eight games,
0: or for the round Just just gotta yeah. offer
1: that opinion
0: there as well, you know. You know, this is this is coming from a group of people who've never made the top eight bracket at LBO, so you know, really, I'm not really. So yeah, just just wanted
1: to you know say. Set our mile markers there for how far we've trudged through these.
2: No, yeah, that's, that's true. I, that's we, we've we've gone to LVO collectively at different times and done okay. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that top table is more of a theoretical construct for us. <laughs> yeah, <time>. exactly. <laughs> but Aspiration.
0: it's always you know, when you when you're buying that double stick, and it's always in the back of your mind it's like, well, what happens if I do really really well? It's like, you're, you're, don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about that. You're gonna... It's, it's honestly
2: so true, though. It's so true. I think you and I were having a conversation with the smiles over the summer where I was indulging the possibility, which was a possibility, but you, you reminded me, like, like, this is not like a 90% likelihood thing you have to think
0: about right now.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: Right. <laughs> this is uh oh. you got struck by lightning and let's figure out how we go move forward <laughs> like exactly
2: exactly you know not impossible but like not something that you should be fretting over yeah that's probably good <laughs> advice for anyone going to lvo or any kind of 350 tournament because with that numbers you can do everything right a couple dice, and you're still not going to be there
0: you're gonna be 10th they still a yeah. fine time oh, right <laughs> yeah. absolutely Well, so we thought um, for today, what we would do is we would take a look at the list that made it into the top eight bracket and sort of go through them and give you guys uh, a sense of what what was this list doing? What's making it tick um, to hopefully get some insight there? Um, Yeah. Does that sound seem I mean, I'm asking the audience as if they have a chance to respond, but that's, you know, it's more of a rhetorical question audience you can show us your approval by
2: continuing to listen hitting like (laughs) subscribing and please join our discord
0: so patreon
1: (laughs) tiny golf claps over the horizon yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
0: continue Um, forward. i I do feel you know it's probably um worth mentioning that like a lot of these lists while there may be some really interesting insight and stuff like that like a lot of these players are just insanely good players, and they would do well playing anything that they have just a lot of practice on. You know, like um, it's not that the list is like the thing that put them over the edge. It's probably a very good list that they were able to outplay. You know. Yep.
1: Yeah, and it's yeah. It, it it really is kind of apparent when we're looking at we were looking at these just uh just before we started up. We're like, wow. Okay. Sure cool. enough.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. So let's so let's right kick then. it in. It, Specifically, this first one. So, um, in eighth place for the tournament, uh, Jacob Brandon had uh, cruel boys. And looking through this, so it's cruel boys, uh, grin and blade. So that's um, can't. Uh, it, they're out of line of sight. They're not visible for more than twelve inches away. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's the grand strategy is crump them all, which is an interesting grand strat for this. Which is you have brack and. The enemy has three or few fewer units left on the board. Now, right there,
2: before we go any farther, like, in terms of grand strategy selection, like, I don't know Jacob Jacob's thinking this. I'm not a crew boys player by any means at this point in time. That seems, like,
0: really hard to control for. That seems very ambitious, yeah. But, but hey, I'm not going to tell him his business. Clearly, you know, he's done this once or twice. Yeah. Well, and on yeah. the other
1: end, you know, he did... Essentially, go into kill them all and let Mork sort them out, right? Yeah, Um, yeah. Three units of six manskewer bolt boys is a lot of manskewer bolt boys. Yes, absolutely. Sort of a
2: fun, Uh, you can shoot and they can't shoot you kind of configuration, right? With the the outside of 12 restriction. So, wait, Mm -hmm. did we read the full list? Let's read the full list. Sure, We are an audio channel and our ears don't have eye holes to see the (laughs) scrape.
0: Also, Jack's uh PCP subscription has lapsed. So we got literally, <laughs> literally have to read these out. Yeah, I was out. It, it happened. It happened. <laughs> no, it happens to all of us. Um so we got uh we got gobs brack. Uh we've got three swamp Callout shamans with potgrat, um, with a with a smorgasbord of spells, including Merciless Blizzard. Um, we got a snatch a boss on Sludge Raker Beast. That's the general. It's super sneaky. Um, and it's a weird so it's got a a, a spell ignore, um, and then he's got minimum battle line two gut rippers and ten hobgrot slitters. Um, that's pretty much the the least you can possibly spend on battle line in a cruel boys army. Yep. Um, and then eighteen Manskewer bolt boys and uh, Dagox stab lads, who I assume is just in there because that's the only seventy point unit you can take in the cruel boys army. Did yeah. they have anything fun? Didn't they have like one or one rule? They have like a four up. Um, yeah, take away your CP, if, right? Yeah, yeah, or or yeah, exactly. Is that within a range or global? I don't know. It's, it's within the uh, range, and it yeah. might be within combat range. It, they're a pretty <laughs> new warband.
1: Okay, it's either twelve or three. It's one of those two. Um,
0: um, well, that's, so that's interesting. Interesting. It's, it's some interesting tech there. Um, but it's very unreliable so it's more of like a uh it's more of like a threat like it's like a cockatrice where it's like look you come over here i can't control what's going to happen to you yeah, <laughs> yeah a little bit of deterrence there it's but funny. not reliable
2: in the actual situation you need it to happen <laughs> exactly. yeah it's a there's a chance this could suck for you but i don't know
3: yeah,
2: yeah. all the four ups right <laughs> like oh, curse or cockatrices or this or you know nice to haves but can't build your life around it <laughs>
0: Yeah. Um, other than that, it's you know you have one swamp color shaman per bolt boys to buff them up with the fives and sixes to do mortal wounds. You mm-hmm. get the snatch boss and sledraker beast to do this have the sixes do an extra mortal wound, um, and that's about it. You you know and then you have uh, gobsprack to uh, be there and sort of control the um, uh, to sort of be the anti wizard. Right, because Gobsprak mm-hmm. is uh, if you haven't played against him recently, uh, if he dispels you, you take D three mortal wounds. If he dispels you on a modifiable ten plus, you take D six mortal wounds.
1: Yeah, which which gets pretty gross after yeah. the third or fourth
2: time. So a, um, a really neat thing you just keep in range ranged enemy wizards. So of course that's a trick.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, and then the, I think one interesting thing to call out in this list is that he didn't take while he has a bunch of uh andorian acolytes he didn't take the acolytes battalion this is a double battle regiment um so clearly thought that the two drops was going to be more important than having the extra primal dice
3: Mm -hmm.
1: yeah
0: that's interesting
1: one they they kind of want the initiative right they want to be able to control it at the very least
0: especially yeah probably make you go first do nothing and then, yeah, start picking you off. I think that's probably right. No, I think that's probably it. I mean, with the defensive buff of like not letting
2: you do much, if they're outside of twelve inches in terms of counter shooting, they can safely give away the first turn. And then if you're too close to gobsprack, it's going to punish you with the dispel. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, that seems sort of like resilient to an alpha in some ways.
1: Yeah, I There's wonder
2: if you know, sort of too. <laughs>
1: I would have loved to see how this actually played out on the table for um, for objectives. Mm-hmm. Um, whether or not he like clumped up as a big blob and then just threw the extra units out to like grab objectives as needed, or it just seems I like mean, very.
0: I'm imagining the gut rippers and the Hobgrots are doing a screen when you need a screen, and otherwise are just those are your forward units to grab objectives and stuff. And yeah. Um. Because you want as many of those bolt boys within the holy within twelve, the sledgebreaker beast, as often as possible. Yeah, so, and then maybe the stab yeah. lads as well for uh, for objectives, seventy points. Kind for of an a objective super castle, forever.
1: really. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, but yeah, you're definitely. I mean, this is definitely a castle, I think. Um, and it's a cool boys list. I don't know what yeah. to tell you. <laughs> well, it's
2: cool that it did this well, and hats oh, off. Yeah. You know to jacob for sure you know i would have loved to watch one of those games and see how he pilots this yeah. um he he 5-0'd
0: you know on, no absolutely on and as we are seeing more shooting come into the meta with cities and obviously ko is still doing very well you know this like strong anti-shooting this is also very good anti-lumineth when lumineth was being such a pain in the ass um yeah. Earlier, yeah. You know, last year oh yeah uh, but all right, moving on, moving on. Enough cruel boys. Um <laughs> uh in 7th place was uh Bill Hennessy with Ogre Monster. Love to Very, see. Uh, and uh this is 6 Monster Trucks. So, we got uh Boulderhead slaughter of sorcery so kill all the enemy wizards. Um Husgard on Thunder Tusk uh, for the general uh, voice of the Avalanche, uh Rhyme Hide with a Prayer, Polarizing Hailstorm, and the null stone icon. So no wizards. Uh, another huskar on Stonehorn. Um, with the seat of Av- Alvagar? Alvagar. There we go. Thank you. And the Rock Main Elder with a heel. And then uh three Stonehorn Beast Riders and one Thunder tusk Beast Rider all with blood vultures so very straightforward little monster truck army um what does it do it runs at you and, and hits you with big with Stonehorns <laughs> you love to see it <laughs> yeah
3: <laughs> I mean it's I,
2: it's an interesting list when it runs right
1: it's fun to see at the table scary I mean what's it say is about scary. It?
0: Yeah. I think
1: well, this the, the amount of blood vultures as well, right? So like yeah. that's you can kill you can kill a little wizard on foot each turn with that if you want.
2: Almost certainly, yeah. I've run into that before. It, it reminded me from the list Miles because as noted, my BCP subscription has lapsed. Is it six sure. or five blood vultures he has?
0: He's got six. He's got one on every single unit. So yeah. there you go. Mathematically, if you do not
2: have your little wizard or important key buff piece. Outside of the reasonable threat range or behind cover, you know, like, so it can't be seen, it's statistically likely just dies with his five wounds, right? Because you blew five order wounds and them with the two, with six blood vultures, at 30-inch range, I think. Um, I played against a very similar list, to Nova, which was kind of relying on that to, to do some nasty things. And I managed to save my poor of Sorcerer Lord by putting them inside like a, a woods or a building or something. But I can see a lot of people getting caught out by that trick. <laughs>
0: yeah yeah no and there's no range to it it's just battlefield invisible so yep. it's um very strong oh I was misremembering i thought it was
2: thirty inches Jesus uh, right. it's yeah. uh,
0: it's board wide and i don't even think you have to have
1: um like it doesn't count as a shooting attack so you don't have to have visibility if i remember correctly I could it, be does, wrong
0: it it's it explicitly calls out visible but um other than that yeah you just do it yeah
3: that's,
0: yeah, that's, that's pretty that's pretty good it's, yeah d six <laughs> mortal uh it's uh, yeah two up mortal wound or yep. something that's visible. Mm-hmm. Um So yeah, so that's yeah. five mortal wounds on average to one thing on the board, whatever you want. Um yep. then You know, the trick with this kind of list is it's an ultimate flexibility list, right? It can alpha strike if it needs to, it can play KG and dash around if it needs to, it's got speed, it hits hard when it wants to, it can sit on objectives very well, right? These are all, mm-hmm ogre yeah. um monsters right so, so they count there. as 10 models right on exactly H2's so objectives. you have surprisingly good sit on objective power um i think the one thing is is that you know obviously all of your wounds are very precious you know
1: well and then the i think we may start seeing a trend here this is another two drop isn't it that's uh, a one drop Uh, Huskard on Thunder Tusk. Oh,
0: yeah, no, it is a two drop, it's another two drop. drop. So,
1: that's the second two drop we have. Um, let's see if that continues because that seems like that may be the trend for holding. Uh, I I do think
0: that, um, you know, we've been looking at lists, uh, and because of the prominence of the andorian acolytes battalion that forces an otherwise one drop into a three drop situation. Mm -hmm. Right. And so two drop is now all of a sudden a very viable number of drops to continue to hold, you know, whereas in other GHBs, it was one drop or nothing, you know, that's true.
1: Yeah. It makes sense.
2: Um, Interesting to note, just uh, before we get too much farther, that of the two lists we've spoken so far, both of them, had their run ended by the final boss, which was in fact a Jeremy. I think of the, a Jeremy, the, a Jeremy. <laughs> each of them was felled by a different Jeremy. Um, it looks like Jacob played Jeremy L, and uh,
0: <laughs> Bill played
2: Jeremy V, which will, of course we'll in our list later. But
0: yeah. It uh, but should, oh my God! I did seem like being having the name Jeremy did um, help you out um, in this last LVO. So statistically so. speaking. More yeah, Jeremy statistically. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but as a total aside, that should be a silly list we create for the channel. Like, you know, what names, statistically should you use at tournaments to
3: win more?
1: That that would be that <laughs> that would be a, 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 a specifically only always strikes last uh, list. Yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, big double asterisks. Do not use this and complain about it later. It
0: does
1: a joke. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs>
0: So, uh, um, you know, say so, yeah, moving on, uh, we got, um, and I'm gonna butcher this and I apologize. Um, Re- regunk anybody ja? yeah, no the- want to ja? help? Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, but with Stormcast Eternals, very yep. exciting to see Stormcast Eternals do this, do this well. I think you know, it's always tough with Stormcast Eternals because they're they typically are the first book of the edition. It's the same problem that Space Marines have where they're they come out as the first book of the edition. Um They're quite good for the first six months or so. And then the power curve sort of, um, you know, as other books come out and the design space matures of the edition. um, You know, it, it the tricks don't quite come together. And then, you know, so it's very exciting to see. Um, these guys, and this is actually a pretty interesting build where we've got uh it's hammers of Sigmar, um signs of the storm. They're doing spell casting savant, so uh their knight in Cantor is needs to survive to the end of the game.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and they are calling for aid. That's the holy command. So uh we've got the general knight of Cantor, who's the shaman of the chilled land. So he knows all of the um. Burstless Blizzard and um, Rupture and all the all the, the GHB um, spells. Uh, Knight Vexilor with Meteoric Standard. Uh, there's actually three of them. Uh, Knight Vexilor with Meteoric Standard. Um, one of them has an Arcane Tome, and then there's a Knight Relictor for Translocation. So you've got three of those uh, little six-inch bubble Mortal Wound blasts that you can give mm-hmm. off. Um, which again, uh, much like the blood vultures in the last list, you know, are great for. Oh, you've got a couple little wizards. Be a shame okay. if something were to happen to them. And because it's a, it's a pick a point um, effect, right? You don't really need. I don't know if you need visibility, but I don't think you do. Um, and you certainly ignores out, sir.
1: Yeah, and and you can also take a chunk out of other things too. So exactly. Um, yeah, it's literally Super flexible. It, it, it'd be it'd be bad if something happened to you. Oh, look at this weird banner that I have. Oh, you yeah. have one? I have one too. Oh, interesting. <laughs> you also have one? Yeah, okay. So, yeah, I could see it like nuking the the center of, you know, the center of whatever strategy somebody has walking into the game with just right away.
0: Yeah. Um, and then the the, the, rest of the list. Yeah, we got liberators, and, um I think these this is a double unit of Tempesters, mm-hmm. a single unit of fulminators, so two fulminators, um, Vanguard hunters, I think that's just five of them. Evocators on Draco Lions. I think that, I assume that's two of them. Is that a might be? That might be able to help uh, me out it's there. It's just
1: two just two grand staves. Um and that's the two inch reach. That's only one unit. 240 okay. is just the cost for one. Nice.
0: And those guys are wild because they do a bunch of mortal wounds on the on the pile-in or something like that? Or now, No, they, they
1: do it they after fire. they attack. So yeah. um, so they're actually great for kind of forcing some target priority decisions on pile and fights. Um, yeah. But the, I think probably they're in this list for a guaranteed reroll on their charge, most likely. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the um, and then, Comet is just the the icing on top
2: there. was piloting on the Night Vexlor stuff, right? You know, it's, it makes sense.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, we hit you with a space rock, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, I cut you off there, Miles. But there was also a unit of Vanguard Raptors with long strikes, um, yes.
0: So, and that's just a single unit, I think.
1: Yep, and yeah, so, uh, so yeah, this is really just. This almost reminds me of a um, of of a, uh, rerolling
0: ones jack list. Uh, it does feel like that, actually. Yeah, I was gonna say we um, played some test games against a list like this first before in prep for Six Nations, and uh, yeah, it's kind of cool. It's a little bit of a mixed arm situation. You've got mm-hmm, you've mm-hmm. got a bunch of wizards. You've got uh, some priests. You've got um, you know the liberators and the vanguard hunters are sort of holding down. You know your close objectives. You've got three fast units: the uh, the um, the tempesters, the fulminators, and the the dracolines. And then you've got some very strong, probably teleporting long strike crossbows to sort of you know uh, try to um, what's that called? Like just sort of surgically pick apart. Mm-hmm. uh your enemy um while you are um you know just trying to you know hold objectives there so
1: well and you um, got a shrug as well because they're hammers so they're a little yeah, bit right. more survivable so you the
0: the six up shrug near objectives
1: mm-hmm. yeah this is a fun little list i i could never pilot these very well because it's blow one thing up okay good and i'm like oh, i don't like blowing things up i like moving
0: uh this one's also high high mental capacity right because there's just there's a lot of different war scrolls with a lot of different abilities on them you know and uh making sure i think the the key to success in this kind of list is making sure you're getting everything out of each unit
2: you know yeah i think that makes sense they'll have to work together and they'll kind of have their role uh But it almost feels like a multiple surgical strikes to this right i mean you have surgical shooting you have surgical like once again mortal wounds and precision points you know feels like a lot of fun but it feels like pretty easy to make the wrong micro decision and have a kind of cascade
1: (laughs) yeah 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 um not a two drop so there's a lots of drop that breaks the trend but i guess they can kind of mitigate that by putting a lot of the, uh, they could put all the bandards the, the standard bears in, uh, in the sky, which yeah. that and would drop them down, down,
0: turn one and yep, blow them up. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, all right, you make like it, this is a, um, you're going to want to go first against this to then, you know, be able to hedge your bets. Cause if you, uh, go second, they're gonna drop down and then punish you right in your deployment zone. Oh yeah,
2: little six yeah. inch ranges of automatic mortal wounds and some clustered stuff. If you're not careful, not, not good. Yeah. Uh, and
1: al- I- alternatively, they can force you. You know, they can force somebody into like trying to uh, trying to break their plan of taking the double on the second. In general, right? Like maybe Absolutely. that's the decision that they're trying to make. Not the you need to go first, but if you go second, um, there's a very good chance that you aren't going to make all your charges, etc. Mm-hmm, right?
3: mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Well, uh, looks like, of course, after the
2: initial five zero and the second day of, of gaming, Brigang's uh, final boss was Fabian, who was playing Blades of Corn. Thanks. <laughs> nice. um... That's
0: where the story ended. <laughs> and then uh, uh, moving on, we've got uh, Thomas Juan playing in a move surprising absolutely no one. Uh, Vikros, Soulblight Gravelords. We no got small walls, no
2: zombies.
0: He's got Empire of Corpses, <laughs> which I think is summoning units, if I remember right. You have to summon a bunch of units, or get a I'll bunch of he-
2: I'll look it up while we're talking just to make sure we don't misquote it. Sounds good,
0: that's... um, And then he's got, I uh, got this, this list. This list doesn't kill anything at all. It's amazing. Um, I, mean, I,
1: I mean, it I'm kills sure I whatever I'm... walks into it. But yeah, yeah. it's it's definitely <laughs> like a set it on the board, shake hands, good luck, and that's yeah. the only conversation you need to have throughout the game because <laughs> oh, like, yeah. you don't want to talk to that person afterwards. <laughs> and like, no, no, no offense to the player at all, but like, this list is like, yeah, I'm gonna troll you without trolling you, <laughs> so, you know, troll you without I, trogging you. Not not to be
2: the rumor mill on that, but I think that, that it is sort of not attractive potentially in that way. Um, to confirm, Empire of Corpses is, just replaced three more friendly, some of the units have destroyed them to battle. So if things die and you bring them back, you get the Grand Strat.
3: Nice.
2: And I, I think I had heard someone tell me that at some point Tom might have even put on his blocks of zombies when they were even cheaper, like these don't fight or something like that. I didn't even bother with the attacks with them. Interesting. <laughs> i could be misquoting though yeah you you have
1: to pile in and fight per the rules so you can't not fight so you could like make sure that you're not piling in but there's no way yeah, to yeah. not roll the dice so if somebody ever pulls that on you tell them they're oh. wrong
0: and oh, you I, i'm, I'm sure he
2: rolled the dice if he, if this is uh, even like remotely grounded i think this is some funny thing <laughs> so we're not and basically we're like, not just accusing him of cheating combat. but that is Oh, fact- no 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 grounded.
1: No, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, in the, in the grand scheme of things, if anybody says no, I'm not going to fight with this. I'm going to pass with them. Um, yeah, you know, they'll have still it. have pacifism, to fight at some
2: point. Pacifism has no place in Age of Sigmar.
1: That's nice. right. Um, um, so
0: he's got, he's got Torgilius, which is a buff to the zombies. Mm-hmm. right he's got the vampire lord which is a buff to the zombies uh which is plus one attack i think within range of the yeah vampire he can
2: do vampire lord can do plus one attack thing um Turgilius can project a five up
0: ward yep this is helpful vampire lord's got horror frost and then he's got gorslab gorslab's got um the sport Bring tracker back. which lets you move the zombies in the hero phase mhm Right? So that's because they're very slow. So that little extra bit of movement is super useful.
2: Yeah, it's, it's super helpful to kind of get them need to go. And he has and like then, kind of like a free revive. A bit I was going to say, yeah, he's got a yeah. free
0: uh, roll on the revive. Um, so he also, you know, he, that's that combo of trying to get that unit back. Um, and then he's got, I mean, Jesus, uh, 80, 120, 160 zombies and 10 yep. direwolves. All the zombies, sounds right. Uh, and two corpse carts. Yeah, so I guess uh, corpse. Uh,
1: you
3: <laughs> I just,
0: was gonna say one with the unholy lodestone and corpse slash, and the other with a corpse slash and unholy lodestone.
1: Hey, you know you gotta switch them up. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I guess like the idea. Of this is what put the put the smaller units of zombies and the dire wolves up front. Send them out to
0: die, and then bring and them. And then back. you've got uh yeah you've got you know there's pick three units on the table and you've got it you've got them there's nothing anyone can do about that yeah Not nothing and like, then no, a- yep. i think you get a
1: free unit of dire wolves as well for late game replenishing the ranks um in addition yeah, to we- the summoning back with fear coast so
0: yeah this-
1: oh man this would be a slog to
0: get through yeah no and this is the kind of list I know that, I know, Jack, you had talked about your 200 zombies. Uh, I think this would this would destroy my back. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I have that list pretty much
2: built, painted, ready to go of my old school lich. I just, you know, well, not painted, built. And I never wanted to do that exact thing <laughs> I, point, for multiple reasons. I,
1: I rebased all of them, and I have this list as well, um, in addition to a skeleton list with this. After rebasing mm-hmm. it, i never no. Just just the act of rebasing all of them uh,
0: was, was enough for me. Was
1: it? Yeah, I, I had, had cool a cool. I nightmare. Now sit Take in the corner.
0: But yeah, uh, Tom Guan and the Lumbar Destroyer uh, <laughs> <laughs> in in fifth place.
1: <laughs> yeah, it did good. It did good. I mean, um, I love though that the, like these these are not these are not insanely tricksy things. This is not about like super amazing combos these are good like slog it out
0: fight it yeah actually
1: no. good pilots
0: win yeah. I, I absolutely think that the the secret to this list is really really excellent pilot moves yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely because if you if you do it right
2: you do the revives right and you put the right things up front you'll always get your grand strat you'll always be able to score your tactics you'll always have advantage in the primaries and you just can't get it quick enough like and then, yeah and, and then Whorefrost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: And then, yeah, if you need to really, like, soup something up and send it in, you can horfrost the big unit of zombies yeah. and give them the Vampire Lord buffs and the Kropocross buffs and just... Yeah. And forward. they might be able to yeah. swing their arms
2: more effectively. And, and, yeah, but, I mean, even just dying right with a good five up will do it half the time. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. that's that's cool. Well, congratulations on on that finish with it for Tom. Really cool. It looks like um his final boss was Cabin, who I know is a teammate of his and
0: he knows his way around the Warhammer table as well. no exactly. Um so now we're moving into we're moving into the top four. So these are people who uh won the first round of the um uh of the of the elimination bracket. And uh our first one is uh Jeremy Vestier. Fellow um, fellow we know. Yeah, who was playing Caradron Overlords. Good in on a, Jeremy. <laughs> a move surprising no one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jeremy loves his dwarf armies, and I love him for that. So he's just got an impeccable taste. You know, that's really the thing. <laughs> he's He's I mean, got like, the good taste. Ironically, um, he never comes up short, in your estimation is on that, Miles. No, exactly.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is actually a really good ko list though this is i i was looking at this before the event began uh i sent it to um this guy arno who's playing around here mm-hmm. and this is just a really fantastic list so it's um first off it's barrack mornar which is not a barrack that you tend to take um because it doesn't give you any conditional battle line right which is a thing that most of the other barracks have to offer mm-hmm. what it does give you is anytime you use a cp within 12 inches of a carriage run overlord model on a five up that cp is wasted
2: i think that's honestly
0: amazing like if, if you weren't relying
2: on conditional battle line that's such a good ability just like yeah automatic fuck with someone's plan oh wait i guess it's okay to say that in the podcast but mess with
1: someone's plan yeah, yeah.
0: and i mean it's it's why Dad, we like swear on this podcast it's fine we're yeah we're radio ma or whatever whatever the yeah, podcasts are rated our
2: <laughs> our tongues are free to wag in whatever direction they want that's good
1: yeah. <laughs> we, we 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 don't worry about the uh is this safe for kids check on the youtubes exactly oh well good on that but
2: yeah that's i think that's a great ability so it just has to be within 12 inches of any unit we i think it's yeah 12 unit. inches
0: if you use us if if I think it's the thing that uses the command ability. So if you're if you're if you have a hero who's giving its forward, mm-hmm. it won't be it. But if they if the if the order gets issued within twelve inches of a barrack mornar unit um, on a five up, it just it's it's used. The command counts as being used, but it's never received.
1: Yep. That's so you lose the CP amazing. and you lose you lose the ability to uh, use that uh command ability or use a command ability on that unit because it wasn't received, it failed, but the unit tried yeah, doing yeah. it, right? So you can't do another exactly. one,
2: right? I I just feel like abilities like this are always amazing. And I always find, I want to find a way to get them to work because the number of times someone is using the command ability, they don't need it is virtually zero if they're higher level play. So like it makes a difference every time it goes off, whether it's an all defense, and all-attack, something super crucial, like they can't even charge without it going off, yeah, like, yeah. like a you know, Slineshi so charge or something like that. I mean it's nasty. I mean, when it's a tighter range, it's more manageable. But just any unit within twelve inches, just yeah, call it yeah. out. This is great outside of anything else. It's so good. <laughs> I would Jeremy yeah, to say
0: how many times it came up in a critical moment. <laughs> that would be very interesting. Yeah, uh, his uh, carriage on Code Picks are also very interesting. He's got um, uh, Honor is Everything, which is the four up rally. That one, uh, you know, that one's very popular. Um, but the amendment he's got trust to your guns which is reroll a hit of 1 for one attack made by a friendly carrion overlord's unit every, every shooting phase so that's kind of interesting well it's in your shooting phase and then mm-hmm. this one's kind of interesting his footnote is there's no trading with some people which is once per battle at the end of the enemy shooting phase pick a pick a skyfarer's unit so a, a non-boat unit that was targeted by a shooting attack and they get to immediately shoot that's that's good. It's, it's good. It's situational, but it's very interesting, you know. And so, um, and then the other thing that's really cool about this list. Um, so he's got sort of the normal trifecta of leaders: Admiral, mm-hmm. Navigator, Chemist. Um, he's going with the handstone, the hand carved Nullstone icon, you know. So he's got two dispels and an auto dispel. Um, so that's kind of interesting. And then he's got double um, Thunderers. So two units of 10 Thunderers and a Gun Hauler. Um, and he's used the Gun Hauler, he's used the um, his, what's it called, his um, Endrin work to give the Gun Hauler um, transport capacity. And he's got six riggers in there. And the two Thunderers are in frigates. So typically when you're seeing the KO list, you see Thunderers go in, ironclads to have the big gunboat and you see, um, endrin riggers and skywardens in frigates, right. Uh, to Mm -hmm. get that sort of the, the assault landing, um, bonuses there. And he's kind of flipped the script on that where he's got two very, you know, sort of medium gunboats flying around and, and then he has the gun hauler with the endrin riggers in it to do that, have that combat threat, um, Mm -hmm. where, where he needs it. And it's pretty interesting because one of the issues with these KO lists is that, you know, if you brought an ironclad and a frigate, you really only have two units. I mean, you have more units than that, but like functionally, in terms of positioning on the board, you only really have two units, Mm -hmm. you know, so you can be two places. And so he's like, he's, you know, spreading himself out a little bit so that he can have more board control. Um, And I thought that was very interesting. Yeah, yeah.
2: Maybe it's interesting to know too, just between this and last, that's obviously very different armies, very different goals. There's a lot of redundancy and like duplication to make sure that the plan works, right? Like a lot of certain worse roles. Here yeah. he has the same sort of setup, right? With the two thunders, the two frigates, like you don't win the game by getting lucky and spiking one of the pinatas.
1: Right. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And another thing to note another two drop.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep another two is a new
2: one two is ko
0: i mean ko have always loved being you know controlling that uh the 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 turn order you know and it is really hard to fit a ko list into a single drop just in general like that's that's one of those places where the conditional battle line would be huge Mm -hmm. um so jeremy's clearly made a decision that being a two drop is okay uh for him or that that beric mornar the bonus is more important
1: Yeah, that's an interesting list.
2: Absolutely. Well, Um, let's see. Jeremy's final battle was against Gavin. Gavin was his
1: final boss. There we go.
0: Couldn't handle the steam tanks. That'll be exciting when we get to the steam tanks. Um, All right, next up uh, in third place is uh, Fabian uh, Barbusse. Hopefully I got that right. Uh, with blades of corn. And this is, oh, I had, you know what? I should have looked at this before we started recording. But this is actually um a pretty fun list. So he's got Bloodthirster. So it's Reapers of Vengeance, which is the one, it's it's the one for the big bloodthirsters. So he's got a bloodthirster that's gonna always strikes first and give mm-hmm. always strikes first to a second bloodthirster. Yep.
1: Um uh, uh, plus one to hit against characters,
0: right? Yeah. Yes, I think that's right. Pretty. So he got... boom thirsters and stuff like that. Yeah. Or am I thinking of? Did I get that wrong? Because he's got the bloodthirster of unfettered fury, um, which is not the boom thirster, right? That's the. That's right. It's it's a it's a different one. Let me just unfettered fury is the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's the one with the whip, and this one, um, the start of the charge phase, um. Um oh no maybe i'm wrong okay no no this one um oh gives 3d6 charges yep that's yep you can that's do his, that that's the thing what it was okay there's too many i'm 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 saying it now there's too many different bloodthirsters right now <laughs> and they all look the <laughs> same <laughs> it's true it's it's all over the map all over the map. yeah uh, um so this is more of a control tactic bloodthirster right cuz he's giving you the 3d6 charges He's also um, uh, he has an eight-inch aura of minus one to hit for enemy units, um, and he does he does some potential mortal wounds at the end of at the end of uh, the combat phase. So he's kind of a buff piece. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got Bloodmaster Herald of Corn, two of those guys, and those are, I believe, um, there's those are the um, I wanted to say those. I'm thinking I'm. I should have looked this up before we started the podcast well, uh um, it's a, a Bloodmaster yeah. herald of corn yeah okay this here. is the guy i'm thinking of okay it's um it's a, like a character um blood letter
2: yeah a little 110 point guy you know looks almost indistinguishable from them yeah um his thing is in the combat phase if you pick him to fight for the first time you can then have a blood letter unit within 16 kind of go immediately after
0: before simultaneously so yeah that's the thing <laughs> and they've yeah. got they both double prayers so he took the uh the warlord battalion for the extra prayers mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so he's very flexible um, then he's got a few things going
2: on he's got scar bloodrath yeah. in there too
0: <laughs> scar bloodrath scar Bloodwrath is so good it's unreasonable how good that guy is and he's he's not like especially powerful like he's got he gets more attacks based on the number of models within range of him so if you throw him into a big unit of let's say zombies or something like that um he's gonna do great but then once he's dead um at the at the end maybe the end of every uh movement phase you roll two dice and on an eight plus he just comes back and teleports right onto the field yeah corn just poops him right back on the field exactly and that um you're like, okay, well, that's interesting. He comes back, but he wasn't that good. But he comes back anywhere on the board. He just teleports in. So, oh no, you left an objective unguarded. Scar blood wrath. Like, yep. yep. It's it's honestly a enough, thing. It's a thing. You know, um, and he's just dangerous enough that you really don't want him running around in the backfield doing whatever you want or doing well, whatever it's, he. Wants. It's it's true. I mean,
2: he he has like two kind of secondary builders, right? Like he makes murder rolls better. You know, because he I think adds more to them if um, Wrathmonger is are your him and they're dying. Sure. But he also has that like as you were referring to Miles multiplicative number of attacks based upon some big cheap horn he's fighting. If he's within three inches of twenty models, he has twenty attacks. Yeah, and he's a I think a two of three app, so he'll do weird work. It's a little silly missile.
0: <laughs> exactly. Um, let's see. He's also got uh, Scarbrand. Scarbrand. I don't think we've talked about Scarbrand. Scarbrand. No, we've, we've take... seen him around. He's a heat seeking missile. He's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, second bloodmaster. Uh, <laughs> the second blood master. And then uh Thaedra So that's kind of interesting. An ally from um the uh what's it called? Slaves to Darkness. Slaves <laughs> to Darkness. And she's got the god the Godsworn hunt with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this is
1: this is a really interesting list.
0: Um keep going. I don't want to slow us down. Sure, sure. Um He's then got uh, thirty blood. Oh, uh, no, sorry, twenty blood letters. So in um, a big block, uh, ten blood reavers. So that's the really sort of cheap um, uh, infantry, mortal infantry. Uh, Claws of Karnak. So that's um, that's the, is that the? It's another little war. the war band? war band. That's the war band. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they've got a, a they've got a scout move, if I remember right, something like that. They've got a yeah. It's a war cry, war band,
1: and then Magor's fiend as well. Yep. Yeah, really, um, really, that's really... another
0: that's another work I've been. Um when Ken was using these guys, he was using the claws and Megor's fiends um largely as sacrificial units. The thing yeah. I think about Megor's fiends is I think they come with a free dog and the dog is its own unit and that's two blood tithe points right there. Yeah. But that might like be part
2: of the blood. reasoning with um with Thedra too. I mean bring Thedra to be able to do like the the spell battle tactic. And she's a little more survival because she's a shrug with her logo dudes or else is her own unit
0: for blood tithe. Yeah. Okay. So um Magor's Fiends, when you um, at the beginning of the battle, when you set them up, you summon a flesh hound, a single flesh hound unit of one. So it's like a great throwaway two blood tithe point unit um, for for the points. Um, that makes
2: sense. That, that's amazing. That right and then here. he brought
0: the the Hex Gorgeous skulls, which is great in this uh, magic um, heavy meta that we're in. And then and the Wrath Axe. The Wrath Axe is just good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, that's, Wrath Axe hurts. Oh, it's so yeah. painful.
2: Once again, a two drop with two Warlords. Mm-hmm. Too surprising there. No, no, not a two drop. No, no, this no. is a
0: million drop. Yeah. Uh, is, no, oh, it's, it's two a Warlords. Ra- I, saying, I was ra-
2: thinking two battle ra- regiments for a second. He doesn't care about uh, order.
0: No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. um, this is a, um, you're going to make me go first because you can't afford for me to go second.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 3d6 charge man, means like, you know, they're across the board. And then I imagine, you know, Scarbrand's on one side and then everybody else is yeah. kind of just going wherever they want. This is one of those yeah. lists that's just like, yeah, I'm going to control the board. And if you well, uh, want to punish me, then um, I'll, I'm here for it. Let, let's go. Yeah, you know, he's got
0: he's got two different nuclear options mm-hmm. um, in the list, which is more than someone's going to be able to deal with in the single turn, you know? Yeah. Um, and other than that, it's a control list um, that's going to try and pin you in and uh, while he builds up blood death points. Yeah. yeah pretty pretty interesting to
2: that with like those monumental threat ranges and some things he can use that actually start the fight where he wants to i like it i like it and then he had a great yeah. run you know congratulations to fabian uh he only found his end on day two when he was playing against jeremy one of the
0: jeremy's so one of the jeremy's, one of the jeremy's. <laughs> hey jeremy uh, uh jeremy lefebvre yeah the, the jeremy who yeah. has not found defeated <laughs> i see <laughs> Oh, moving on. We got the two cities list to wrap it up. These are two very different cities lists. and I'm so excited to talk about this one of Gavin's. Yeah, which, this is this yeah. is the best cities list. I don't <laughs> care what anybody else says.
2: It's honestly this is the list that you open the book and you build able to say, "Ain't it cool? I'm gonna have fun with this." And the fact that this is yeah. here at this spot is very much you're know, probably a testament to his hidden power, but also a testament to Gavin. So great job, Gavin. Before we oh, absolutely get into no, this is oh, yeah. this
0: this is uh take a unit that's fun and pretty strong and buff it to buff it to 11 right that's what this is <laughs> yeah it, I, I think this is all those also the list that is
1: probably going to see uh some battle scroll uh updates oh sure uh, sure quite a bit sadly um yeah i've heard tell steam tanks are insane now and it really makes a lot of sense but um
0: if you were to go through the list, Miles, yeah, sure. So, um, so he's Hallowheart, and again, I'm not super up on the cities of Sigmar, so I'm not, I'm not going to uh, claim to know what the Hallowheart is. And he's reclaiming for Sigmar again. Uh, we will hopefully get you some details about that. But he's got the Battle Mage on Celestial Hurricaneum. Um, that's that uh, plus one to hit buff piece um, that also has the uh, sort of mortal wounds from the Storm of Shemtek. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's got a battle mage on that. He's got a battle mage on foot with the realmstone orb. And if I'm remembering right, the realmstone orb gives him six inches of range to all of his spells, which is interesting.
1: Yeah, I believe um, so. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it can come at a cost. I can't remember what it is.
0: Um, and then he took uh, wild form, which is um, uh, that's the the move fast spell. I think I'm pretty sure. Um, he's got the Alchemite Warforger, um, who took Blizzard, but I really think the Blizzard is just like a it's a defensive option because um what you're doing with that Warforger is you are casting um blazing Blazy weapon,
2: weapons, yeah.
0: Um to give uh sixes to hit, do an additional mortal on a unit nearby. Um and then he's got uh the steam tank commander, which is just a steam tank with a hero, the hero version of the steam tank. Um, and then four other steam tanks, and two units of free guild command core. And the free guild command core are super interesting. Um, I've seen a lot of this double command core situation. it's a little weird because they're kind of, they're not named guys. Like, it's not a unique unit. But it feels like maybe it ought to be. It feels a little bit like Gabapalooza In the yes. sense, like, each one of them has their own uh, yeah every single model has its own rule and weird loadout and um so it's a little bit of a funky unit to use um the immediate um secret sauce on these guys is um one of them the the spy master the whisper blade mm. there we go um oh if, yeah uh once per turn, when an enemy unit issues a command, you can say that Whisper Blade will try and disrupt it. If you do so on a four up, uh, the command is not received and the point is lost. And, and yeah. this is
2: exactly what we were talking about before in terms of the power of this, like with the Barrack Mornar, right? Like, this is amazing yeah. when you just have to get within 12 inches to once a turn just be able to have a single model floating around the board. No sight, yeah. no anything, no condition, just, oh, I want to disrupt that. And to do yeah.
0: it twice. Yeah, Real so powerful. he can't do it, you can't do it twice for the same command ability. There is a little bit more wording about that, but he can do it twice in a turn, which is fantastic. Exactly right. right yeah. Realistically, right, you only have like three or four, maybe five command points over the course of the whole battle round. Mm-hmm, you know? That is true. Well, he also so, has
2: the sawbones in there too, which I don't think we should overlook, which is like basically the battle surgeon. And and he can just heal D3 wounds to something within uh i think 12 inches of it or combine return smaller models up to a would one with a combination of d3 of yep. those so it's it's pretty good i think it works <laughs> in the steam tanks doesn't it because they're human keyworded yeah now. they're human yeah I that's why so, this, yeah. All,
0: this all happens mm-hmm. um so, the, yeah, so the, he's returning uh dead steam tank crew um the and, secret sauce is that
1: that blizzard is actually um actually really good with because you can almost guarantee getting it off if you need ah. um, uh, because you can roll three dice uh, with that wizard and so essentially you're rolling three dice regularly you roll a 10 plus you're going to take d3 mortals boohoo you heal it up with your um command corps and then just continue to do it over and over and over. If anybody gets in range of your command corps, which probably holding midfield, right? Yeah. yeah. And then the um, tanks, you can just have them shoot at whatever you want, um, because <laughs> orders uh, orders are scary. Uh, it's yeah. It's really
2: it's really funny. Like if you think about like one version of what might be sitting on the field with this, I mean, you could have the, the tanks sort of loosely aligned close enough to this these castles and you could have them healing if they do get damaged, but you could have almost all of them on an effective one up save the Warforgers using that runic crucible. You know, so mm-hmm. they're real resilient. And then of course with the plus one to hit. And if uh, the Warforger goes the other way, they can even get bonus mortal wounds on volumes of attacks like steam guns, which are you know two D six or
0: no, exactly, and that yeah, that six up to six to hit does a mortal wound in addition is great when you have two d six, maybe three d six shots. Mm-hmm. Yep, on the unit. Indeed, the, I... the
1: only thing that I could see being like a detractor from this list, and probably one of the contributing um, reasons, it probably just didn't take everything all the way, um, especially going into the next list. Mm-hmm. is that the steam tanks, you know, they're only worth two points on an objective. Yeah. So um, that would be the only thing that kind of scares me with popping right into steam tanks. Um, that's only because I am not that good of a player <laughs> as these
0: guys, obviously. Um, yeah, yeah. Man, I no, love this... the
1: idea of this list.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I feel pretty confident in thinking that Gavin's skill as a player is what helped him, you know, win those points on primaries. Oh, yeah. because this list was not giving him any help in that in that sense i, I think that's mm-hmm. you're probably spot
2: on with that i'd you know, love to find a recording i would watch one of his games because like in like some crazy six pri- six primary mission this thing yeah. seems like it will make an unkillable castle and on maybe one objective and you're done if you don't find the way to do it right with that high skill yeah game. so exactly. yeah. Real props to Gavin for for making the dream happen. This must look so absolutely. Cool. No, this is a
0: <laughs> this is a meme list at its best, and he's fucking destroying with it. It's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I, it, I mean, that's just got to be cool setting up too.
1: Like the little Warhammer nerd in me, the kid is just like, oh, oh yeah, gonna put all tanks on the field.
3: Yeah, you is, know, it's like, a, I love it. It's
1: a Timmy list, right? It's, it's to, to, to I, I the, love uh, that it made it made it up this <laughs> up
2: this far. Ultimate Timmy. Yeah. <laughs> final form. It's Timmy push
1: tank. Mm. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, of course, that brings us to the overall winner of LVO, who has yep. two advantages, you know, to his name. One, his name is so a Jeremy, so there's no yeah. doubt in that. Already. Yep. Yep. Well. On on the eventual list we put together, it's gonna be highly indexed. So don't worry about that for Jeremy Power. Um <laughs> and uh also playing cool cities and probably just doing really well and playing some amazing Warhammer. So you know, congrats know, how do of even get yeah. into it to, to
0: Jeremy LaFave, but let's talk yep. about what he
2: did. His is well, so, of a different tool list.
0: One thing that was fun. Um, he actually um, beat Mick in round five of the initial five day tournament. That was his fifth win to get into the top eight bracket. And Mick had, you know, had lunch in order to, uh, read this list and come up with some sort of semblance of what on earth it's going to do. Mm-hmm. And I think the answer he came up with was, I don't know. That's the answer I came <laughs> up with. When I
2: looked at it first, too.
0: <laughs> well, so,
1: so oh. there's there's a couple of interesting, you know, pieces of tech with this. And um, so uh, if we, uh, you you want to
0: roll through it? Um, sure. So it is, it's fun or Mi- Mist. Mist- David, no, there's, I think it's a, it, there's a little O on top of the A, so I assume there was like a weird pronunciation I was supposed to Maybe go. These for are Nordic elves, yeah. So that's pretty
1: much extra movement, um, okay, in the hero phase, meaning you can, you know, uh, get up a little bit closer, and um, as you need,
0: which is super good, um. The, and, the grand strat is, is banners held high, which is, I think you have more units with banners than they do at the end of the game? Yes. Yep. The, uh,
1: the caveat, and this is really important here, is, um, you know, it's D6 movement. Uh, three, three different mishaven units, more than 12 inches from all enemy units, they can make D6. Um, if the unit has a mount, two d6. You can't Ooh. finish within three, but you can get a free two d six movement for uh, your your caval- Cavaliers
0: here, right? Yeah. Well, don't um, don't ruin the surprise, man. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. No, sorry. <laughs> um, we got the the alchemist word forger. We talked about him earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Haskell Hexbane and the Hexbane's hunters. Um, they're that new uh, warband, uh, warcry warband with yep. all the dogs. Yeah, and they're wonderful wow. because
1: they have a five plus shrub. Uh, so they've got a ward, uh, which you know is is nice to have something that you can throw forward. Um, they get bonuses against chaos and death um, okay. for hurting them. They're they're actually really awesome, and they've been showing
0: up in a lot of my cities lists that I build.
1: Nice. Um,
0: they seem like they could be an interesting points uh, points value as well for what the what you get for them.
1: Yeah, they have just enough wounds where it's like, yeah, this is pretty cool. Um, but then you get to the next unit that he put in there, which is Pontifex Sinestra. Um, yeah, and
0: she gives she gives shrugs uh, within a certain area. Okay, that. and um, she also has the the like tempest of all your wizards and priests take some take some damage. Uh, something like that. I can
1: pull her up real quick. I don't personally have her any any lists. Um, she, Again, I like to move and she's so slow. She's so slow.
2: Ooh, uh, you asked about Pontifex, Matt. I think I missed part of that. Oh, <laughs> uh, she's got
0: some sort of uh vor- like uh, do a bunch of damage to yeah, here we go. Cast out evil, roll a dice for each wizard and priest in the ba- enemy wizard and priest in the battlefield on a two up d three mortal wounds. Yeah, and this is this is a prayer. Um
1: which like the great thing is like she's a um she, she turns your army into a jack of all trades, right? So she's yeah. got a four and up ward, which is pretty good. means you have to burn a lot or you have to strip it somehow. But mm-hmm. she can either give a five plus ward to everything wholly within 18, which you can see where these cavaliers are going to turn in. Not cavaliers, but the um, the steel helms are just going to turn into a little block of bodies. Yeah. Um, she can add two inches to the move, um, which makes them deceptively fast. Or you know, uh, roll a dice for each enemy wizard, tune up D three mortals. Um, again, and that's that's battlefield wide. So there's another yeah. one of those, like kill
0: everything, or kill all of the, the little baby wizards. If you spike two turns of that, you could kill every wizard on the board. You know, yeah. like pretty much. Um, and
2: you know, that's that's a power piece, right? If you if someone's sitting there with a bunch, like a lot of investment in five or six wound wizards, just mm-hmm. rubbing your hands together. Right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um let's see he's got the free free guild cavalier marshal that's a marshal on horse i'm assuming mm-hmm.
2: yeah that's that yep, guy man. cool new one
0: yep. yeah and cool then the marshal and griffin now this is the fancy marshal on griffin the very the very fancy new one yeah and those this are cheaper is... than i thought they were going to be yeah everything in this army is just a
1: little bit cheaper than it feels that it be or <laughs> <laughs> i'm not i'm not grumbling at all um the yeah, I think I'm trying. Oh, no, this is that. um, uh, no, it's, this it's is the old one. one. What's the name?
0: It's the old one. Uh, Carl's. The old one. I mean, he can it's, take it's Carl, Carl, yeah, Franz. there you go, Carl Franz. Yeah. That's who I was thinking of. Thank you, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> we'll yeah, the pass there. <laughs> it's uh, it's inter- interesting because you know,
1: he can give two orders once per game, um, and then um, you know, he can roar. A like a bunch of different guys so essentially oh, what cool. it's doing is like opening up the ability to just um just not have uh all out defense um when those cavaliers charge yeah right so I no, mean, and the, it's, it's
0: really cool the damage he puts out is like pretty good for for the points cost as well
1: yep yeah he's he's pretty good but the uh Very nice Cavalier Marshal on the horse actually, um, as well, allows like gives him that strike first, Uh and then you can. It's the same thing as like the um, Slave to Darkness Knights and um, oh sure, and the Mounted Hero. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Um, So there's like Mm -hmm. there's a lot of guarantee charges. There's a lot of um, yeah, a lot of guarantee charges with the. Add three to charge rolls from the um, Cavalier Marshall. Um, a lot of strike first. So this is this is more of like a, a, a kind of slog slog through beat him up kind of thing, which I really like. Um, yeah, uh, but to keep going, Galen. Yeah, yeah we've got um,
0: Galen Van Denst and uh, his daughter uh, Duralia von yep. um, yeah. power which, duo. Yep cool awesome love them what a fun i mean i just love the number of like little fun characters in this in this mm-hmm. list you know like uh, it's honestly it's
2: so true like little
0: personalities like uh, um we got uh 10 free guild uh steel hems helms which are yep. the, the main the, the main the base
2: inventory inventory infantry, infantry you see you slogging around the field for
0: cities yep Yep. yep. Two units of Cavaliers. Um, I think those are five-man units. Just five-man five yep. units. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Um, Hex Hunters. We talked about yeah. them. I had actually gotten them confused with the Wilder Corpse Hunters. The Wilder Corpse Hunters is the one. This is the Warcry Warband with the lots of dogs. Hexbane's Hunters is the um the um Underworld's team with the dogs. Yeah. There yes. are dogs on each. I, I, mean, I think I mean, looking at the models between the two of them, I feel like it's understandable how I got confused. With the size I of the so. dogs, even though it's two dogs, it can seem like lots of dogs, right? That's true. To, it's you it's you almost more dogs than people.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's a cool unit
2: just because it's hard to target it because it's not targetable if you're outside 12 inches or, or cover,
0: I think. Um, and I guess we're good shooting on it. Free move. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then he's got two command cores, and we talked about them uh, earlier. Just the number of buffs that they put out is wild. Yeah. Um, what's a little wild about this list is it's fast. It's got a lot of different tech into it, um, but it also feels very thin. I don't yeah. know. What... This is
2: probably why Mick was sitting there at his lunch. He was telling you, scratch his head of like, what's its deal? Because right? look at this. It doesn't have like the scary Pusillier castle where you say, oh, okay, it's a shooting list that's doing this. Yeah. Um, it has the ability to project power, but there's not like a true hammer unit. Like, this, the, well, the strongest fighting unit, are the two five-mans of cavaliers, and they kind of have to go with the marshal. And yeah, he can get them there and give them strikes first. They are really yeah. good fighting units for five-man cavalry units, but on paper, it doesn't look like any true hammers. It's like a
1: bunch of little hammers. Well, so Matt, exactly. I think you got a big comment. You got a big comment, Matt. That's Matt's it. disagreeing. Yeah, Matt. I don't know, in. man. Until you get hit by a unit of Freigeld Cavaliers, um, followed by the Marshall, um, you know it. It's deceptive how much they put out, because um, it, it's it's worth noting that they um, they're they're uh, they're 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 just really good on the charge, and they're consistent, right? Yeah. right? Um, and the amount of attacks that they actually throw, like these, are point for point better than Chaos Knights, like hands down. Oh off. yeah, um,
0: there's, there's no, there's that no. That bar was though. low.
1: Like they're well, I mean, Chaos Knights can be
0: okay. They're fine. They're fine. The, I'm not saying that they're the
1: worst. Yeah, they they need threes <laughs> to hit. Let's be honest, but <laughs> the you know the Cavaliers are really, really good. They're a really points efficient unit that we're probably gonna see go up in points to be 100% honest. Mm -hmm. Um, Pair those up with the Cavalier-Marshal and then the Marshall and Griffin, you don't have to worry about necessarily getting, um, you know, wiping the units that you're running into because you have the roar twice, right? So you can roar on sure. two different units. So you've got one big forward-moving block that actually doesn't look that damaging on paper, but it has the one thing that you know makes it really scary, which is it. It can survive combat. It can survive one combat from the return, sure. And then the next combat, people don't want to be in combat with it um, because it's going to strip away their ability to um, all-out defense, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, and that consistent amount of uh dice first damage is nasty so that's the forward movement the second thing is free gold command corps are actually a solid combat unit in and of it themselves yeah. like, they are they are deceptively good in combat as well as being like a little tank um, that's why I think they're gonna go up they're gonna go up to at least 200 points when we see the battle scroll sure. um, and there's a reason we saw two units of them. In both of these lists, right? They no exactly. They point for point are going to do so much more um, uh, than even like two hundred points of steel helms uh, in combat, in holding objectives, in you know, in their use. All of the fun,
0: yeah. yeah the yeah. and yeah, between and, the command cores and the pontifex, and um, uh, you know, yeah. you you can see how he's got. Um, you know, he's got the alchemite warforger and maybe the pontifex um, buffing up or in the, the cavalier and the griffin um, buffing up the cavaliers to go in and do those surgical hits. And meanwhile, he's got the the command corps and the pontifex um, putting those buffs up and doing the healing uh, to keep what little infantry he has alive and fresh on the ground, you know, um, uh, you know, keeping it all together, you know? Yeah, oh, and it, it makes and sense.
1: then on top of that, there's orders,
0: right? Sure. So
1: there's there's the counter charge order. So if he mm-hmm. uh, looks like we have two battle regiments in this as well, so that should be another two drop, I think.
0: It's a two drop, I think. Yeah. yeah. So,
1: so he has the choice depending on the army with whether or not um, he wants somebody to kind of hit him or not, because if he he, he could basically set up and kind of like <laughs> use the toolkit that cities has to dictate like the flow of the paddle. It's a really deceptively good list. Um, That's probably. It, the way. it That's definitely the maximizes the amount of, you know, um, points to uh, points to efficiency that you can get out yeah. of these lists um so i mean i think it's amazing um and it's it's really hard to deal with the the fact is we're not seeing the orders that he had here but he has complete board
0: control with miss haven on this list that's pretty but i also think you know this is a a brain burner of an army right this is there's so much to get right um there's there's so much tech going on um, you know, it takes a really skilled player to to pull off this list as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if there's like, to
2: that point, Miles, you could leave yourself open and not do things right order in the right way, and then it wouldn't be so scary, but yeah, pilot, well, this I could see it being nightmarish and to, to Matt's point right on the paper here. You don't see all the orders in a way that frustrates opponents actions or creates interesting situations like super scary counter charges from like a, <laughs> a Cavalier's unit or something that gets close. Yeah, and mm-hmm. and maybe, you know, some of these things do punch a bit above their weight, you know, compared to what you'd think. Like, I have seen uh, those five free guild cavaliers in general, and for those who haven't counted them in the podcast yet, I mean, they run in, even without a marshal, um, that's what, like, uh, 12 attacks based, which are 3 of 3, minus 2 rend, 2 damage before the horses, and then the knight is, the champions
1: coming in at 4 attacks, which are 3s and 3s, minus 3 rend and 3 damage, which is kind and of nuts. Not- It's also worth noting that with that counter charge, they count as charging in that turn, so they're all going to have minus two rend, right? So this list will eat things alive, um, and it plays very well defensively, just as well as like that big block of offense there. I like it being Um, able
0: to. I feel like the being able to play around the counter charge is such an interesting skill that we're going to have to get used to because the prevalence of that effect like we got um nurgle has it now yep. soul blight have it now Cities of sigmar have it you know like um uh i'm sure there's some i'm, I'm missing you know but uh uh iron jaws iron jaws yep. can have it if yep. want to. And you know, fire, fire slayers, slayers have it. It too? yeah um, yep.
1: legion or uh soul Blight grave lords have it you know yeah there's there's it's everywhere um it's the it's the hardest thing i I try and do like I've tried building lists for it especially with the Cities ones because I have all those um mm-hmm. all the I have a I have about fifteen of the cavaliers and then a bunch of cold one nights mm-hmm. and like the idea of just counter charging off of everybody just putting that somewhere and just being like okay charge this is just amazing to me but it's also a it's a brain drain, yeah. brain drain trying to set it up so like so far he's on the top table exactly yeah. no
0: congrats to jeremy uh for for an excellent epic run and congrats on beating the brain drain uh in this you know on this list because yeah eight, no this eight is eight games so this is a wrinkle brain list for sure you oh know, well, how, how 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 per, eight games well, I think two things,
2: maybe you said. One, congratulations to Jeremy, the Jeremy's, to really everyone in the top eight for an amazing job yeah, to you know, get to that level yeah. on a tournament like LBO and to, and to, to get those placings. So, golf clap to full clap all around there, but also mm-hmm. a big apologies and condolences to their doubles partners for the team game the next game who were yeah, exactly. bitterly <laughs> disappointed because they probably thought they were going to win that thing.
1: <laughs> mm hmm. <laughs> Oh, oh man! Well, I mean, well, it's good food for thought. I, I gotta ask, what do you guys think of these lists uh, as a whole? Like, uh, any of them stand out to you as your favorite uh, as we as we wrap this up here? Well, I think
2: for memes, I kind of have to give it to the Steam Tank list. That's just that's just so fun.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I. And I'm probably, I'm definitely partial to it, but I really like Jeremy's uh, KO list. I think it's a really uh, clever little twist on on, the, on that army. And there's not like that many pieces in KO, so to have an a actual twist mm-hmm. feels ridiculous, you know? Like, there's yeah. only so many ways anyway, these pieces come together, <laughs>
1: you know? That's I, totally I, fair. I got to say I love rooting for the the underdog there. As much as I want to go with Stormcast Eternals, um yeah, they, I really I really like that Cruel Boy's list. Just the fact that it made it up there. It just like it's yeah. it's so ex- exactly what you expect and that just makes me think like man, he outplayed a ton Matt. of people to get there. It's true, and
2: I actually I gotta respect that choice of yours a lot because I think it's very much in line with what you and I often cleave towards. We love we love the underdog army that's not winning that has like a fifteen percent victory ratio that no one sees just coming out of nowhere and doing something cool. And the fact that you piloted that to that point, yeah, very satisfying. Very
1: yeah, satisfying. I I love seeing it. I'm sure every every person that got super excited about Cool Boys was like, okay, what is this? How do I play it? it yeah. Like, yeah, they're dusting good, off it. their bucks. <laughs> yeah. That's
0: yeah. yeah. good. I gotta get my uh some sledge raker beasts. That's what I'm I'm lacking. I I, mean, I like right.
1: the idea of two sledge rakers just plodding up the field, you know. Yeah. Love it.
2: Wow. Yeah. I myself am not gonna hop in the bandwagon with his with this cruel boy. I'm gonna stick to the very novel hipster choice of ghouls for my my flavor.
1: There we go. Hey. <laughs> Do what you love. Exactly. Um, now I got to say that that yeah that all of these lists like with with a couple of exceptions here and there like it feels less uh what what would you call it trendy lists? these were very just solid like not scoping into one thing um, outside of the only trend that we saw which was mostly two drops yeah, mostly two drops yeah, yeah. very low drops what um, um, trend and like. Clever, in, clever list as well, um, but yeah, it seemed like seems like yeah. a, a a very interesting view of like uh, where Age of Sigmar is at right now, right? The fact that yeah. like, all of these are up in the top eight, and they're not like an insane netlist. I mean, now they're netlists; they're going to be netlists yeah, yeah, now yeah. for a little while. But like the fact that I think you know most people could pull any of these lists out of the box and lose just shows like the caliber of players that make it up top which is really cool it's really cool to see that like lists that i could run into you know in an rtt before these are making it up top and it's not like okay, well, we've got, you know, this one endless spell that we got in here, and then we have this one ally that we want for this one particular combo, like we were seeing yep. in earlier editions or uh, of GHBs and stuff, which is really cool. I find that uh, refreshing, to be 100% honest. Oh, no,
0: so. man, I, I think I agree with you in, that, in the sense that, like, um, as we were reading through these lists, obviously, I know these are great players, and they're, like, uh, I would have a hard time you know, beating any of them if probably not a not a time at all. They'd probably be destroy me. But yeah. um uh but as we're reading through the list with the exception of the last two, and it's usually and it's really just up to a unfamiliarity uh angle, right? I've mm-hmm. never played those two lists. I don't know what they do. But we're reading through these other lists I'm like, Cool. These are just <laughs> you know, like yeah cool. Yeah. Yep. All right. That looks that looks right. Yep okay (laughs) i I feel like that's a great sign of the state of the game yeah Yeah. um there there was not a ton of secret sauce there was a lot of excellent play that got them there Mm -hmm. um yeah yeah
2: i think that's a good way to put it and probably a a good place to to end this particular episode you know there we go
1: lay off the secret sauce (laughs) <laughs> set the secret sauce aside yeah
0: um no. <laughs> sounds good well uh hey thanks everybody for listening um you know uh next year hopefully one of us will make it to maybe all of us will make it to LBO. we yeah, don't know yeah. it's a new year it's the future who the hell knows uh, <laughs> the future knows yeah, exactly. We can we can hedge our Time unlikely bets and just plan
2: on whichever two of us don't make it to the top eight and play the teams game. Right there, we go. Yeah, <laughs>
3: there we go. Yeah.
2: Obviously, just kidding. There,
0: I, I like your things. <laughs> 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 oh, <laughs> very good. Oh, and uh, Jack, if if you're in the area, uh, make sure to come check out Jack's tournament this weekend.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean unfortunately for the listeners they'll probably hear about this two or three days after the tournament that's happened
0: ah well <laughs> still if you Definitely can thank you <laughs> have the foresight to go back in time and <laughs> do we subscribe to the bill and ted uh theory of time travel is that you always always you already did it and so it's already <laughs> yeah so it's okay yeah yeah <laughs> what is that predestination so <laughs> yeah it's predestination yeah exactly <laughs> I'm
2: looking out hard for any attendees of at the tournament to see what they have future fashion. Like, <laughs> too sense. hard at it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. oh man, sounds good. All right. Well, yes. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. This has been Always Strikes Last. Until next time. Who's gonna let Miles have the last word?